Welcome to Malt's TV Talk Daily for Monday the 20th of November 2017. Malt's TV Talk Daily brings you all the news, ratings and reviews from the Australian TV industry and maybe something you can watch on TV tonight. Welcome back to Malk's TV Talk Daily. I'm going to launch in with the news today, and the only thing that's really going around news-wise uh, is the scuttlebutt, and that is all that it is, that Carl uh, Stefanovic is going to have not one but two new co-hosts on the Today Show. The word is that Georgie Gardner has been lured back to sit in what was formerly Lisa Wilkinson's chair uh, to co-host with Carl four days a week. And that then Deb Knight, who is Weekend Today Show host, who's been filling in, uh, will take on an extra day, I presume, Fridays, uh, and do Friday, Saturday, Sunday with Carl in that situation. I reckon if this is a thing, look, good on him. Georgie is certainly tops value, as is Deb. I'm just not sure if this isn't the opportunity that they should have taken to come in with some new talent. Uh, Why not find... Look, it's always a risk, but when you're in a risky position like this where your host has gone, bye guys, I'm out of here, um, that's a chance to change some stuff up. And while they are still just eking away, scratching just behind sunrise, this is a really critical juncture for the Today Show. So if the Georgie and Deb News is correct, I I think that'll be fine. You know, they, they will do a good job. Will it be enough to lift today out of the the almost perpetual second place? Who knows? Breakfast TV is such a weird monster uh, and one that we should talk about uh, at a later time. As far as other news goes, look, we are in the second last week of TV ratings for the year and it's kind of weird. There's shows that are very clearly going to run over the ratings uh, end and keep running. Things like, uh, well, stuff on the ABC, I guess you could say, doesn't matter. But I, I haven't seen any sign that The Good Doctor is going to wrap uh, 4-7, even though they're ploughing through it two nights a week um, before next week. Um, I can't see... Well, I think... Have You Paying Attention will, I think, finish next week. And there'll be that sort of stuff. But there is still shows that they are running through. Mind you, they have burned The Secret Daughter, Channel 7, uh, two ep- episodes a week the last few weeks, and we'll get her out of there. Get that done. Um, which always looks like it's that they don't trust it, you know, that it, it, this is a vehicle for something else, which clearly it is. This is Jessica Malboy sings a soundtrack, and they sell that, and that's it. So, yeah, I don't know. We'll have a look at more of that as uh, the week passes. But now, this. The ratings for Sunday are, look reasonably grim if you are a commercial free-to-air television network. For the ABC, it's actually pretty pretty hot. Doc Martin pulled just over a million, 1.042 million viewers across the five-city metro market, and which will, of course, increase with um, regionals thrown in. The news is big. Current affairs is big, particularly when you've got Sunday night and 60 minutes spinning in the offing. It really does come down to what are we doing at 7, 7.30? And the answer from the commercial networks is not much. Uh, they all paled compared to Doc Martin. Uh, when the best of them is Sunday night at 693, uh, 693,000, that is not good business. Uh, and then that sort of tapered into the wall, which sort of overlaps and isn't great either, 634. But that was the final episode. 
just as a side note for the wall, I think it gave away a grand total of about 400000 bucks across the six episodes. I think there was two episodes where couples walked away with nothing. Hell of a game show. Um, and then you've got to face up to uh, Channel 9. Family's Food Fight is 552. Uh, it's got a few weeks to, uh, this week, this week and a bit to run. Uh, and Bull, 300000 for 10. Like, that was the best... After the Sunday Project, that was the best that 10 did. And the Sunday Project, from 7pm, they split-code that, only 339,000, 5 Capital City Metro. So, it's, yeah, it's not a great thing. Probably the biggest event last night was uh, coming out of Doc Martin at 8.30, Paul Kelly live at the Sydney Opera House. Now... If you just lean on the numbers, and this is where the conversation we've had before, if we just lean on overnight numbers, useless. It actually doesn't tell us anything anymore because the Paul Kelly thing had 438,000 people tune in to watch it across the five-city metro market. Now, I would expect that that is super low. I I look forward to hearing what the iView stats were. I look forward to hearing what the seven-day catch-up and even the 28-day catch-up stats were. So there's a lot of other numbers to roll into that. To give you an example, last week, um, if I pull up the consolidated figures, so the seven-day catch-up figures, the Dr. Blake Mysteries telemovie, the last time Dr. Blake will appear on the ABC, I mean, it pulled 891,000 off its own bat. That was fine. But then it added 179,000 viewers, 20% on top, to tip it over um, to be 1.07 million. So in seven days, two, nearly, nearly 200,000 people watched the recording. So that's not iView. That's not that method or watching another viewing of it. That's I recorded Sunday nights and I caught up on it. Um, and so that's a huge change. Same, mind you, for things like Bull and NCOS New Orleans, which... Come off a low base, 269,000 people watched Bull last week, but then an extra 86 had recorded it and caught up with it. So these recorded, these catch-up figures, the seven-day consolidated, 28-day consolidated, actually play in uh, a whole lot more to what it looks like and to how the numbers are affected. So I expect that Paul Kelly Live at the Opera House will get better. Not that the ABC needs it, but certainly I have to tell you the commercial networks need their numbers to get better because that's not great. Now, we are in nearly summer. People are checking out sport. Cricket particularly is about to take over the airwaves. This is something that uh, our TV networks are battling with on a week-to-week, night-to-night basis. How do they program? How do they draw eyes? How do they get attention on screen? There's no short answer for them. And as we nearly round out the 2017 rating season, 2018 looks to be as difficult and as diabolical a ratings year as ever. I was asked by a subscriber, a listener of Mox TV Talk Daily, to maybe have a talk about, think about, uh, a chat about the way the streaming services fit, a bit of a comparison of what's happening with them. So to tease that out, I thought that I would this week go across uh, one each day. And today I'm going to start with Amazon Prime Video. Now, it's only been in the Australian market for just on 12 months, and it kind of slid in quietly. It really hasn't been handled, I'm going to say, well. Uh, No big shouty joy stuff. It's just kind of everything. Sign up. And the difficulty as well for Amazon Prime Video is that they have some great original content, and that continues to grow almost 
every other week. Uh, they're not as aggressive as Netflix are, but they're doing some good stuff. Their catalogue is probably the smallest in Australia of the three big ones, or the four that we'll talk about this week, uh, because it has lots of older film stuff that you might think that, oh, I haven't seen that in ages, and bingo, Amazon Prime's got it. Uh, there is no additional benefit. It's kind of a tied into in America, Amazon Prime. You pay, you get access to this Prime platform, which gives you express delivery, access to special deals, and access to Prime Video. Here, at the moment, it is just the Prime Video platform. Though, allegedly, Amazon are apparently launching in Australia shortly, proper. Uh, and when that happens, I guess the game changes again, but they cannot escape the deals that are signed when it comes to content. Uh, for example, there's some of their stuff, like Bosch airs here on SBS. We're just about to finish Season 3. And Season 3, they've only just dropped onto their streaming service, Amazon Prime Video here. Transparent is an Amazon Prime Video product, uh, and that has airs here on Stan. So there are deals that exist, whether they are for X number of seasons or life of the product, that put them a little bit behind the eight ball. Now, I will offer that if you are a Top Gear fan, it is worth the price of admission alone to sign up to watch the Grand Tour. Watching Clarkson, Hammond and May do their um, car journalism thing is stunning, and Amazon have very clearly thrown a bunch of money at them, at them, as well as at the show. That means that, you know, the benefit is we get a really incredible motoring show. They've also dropped some stuff this year like The Tick, which I really, really dig. Peter Serafinowicz stars as uh, everyone's favourite blue superhero that is really just difficult to understand. Uh, it's fun. It's quirky. Uh, he's just always been there, the tick, so you just have to deal with that. Uh, they've got stuff like American Gods, Goliath, which stars Billy Bob Thornton. If you've never seen it, it's worth checking out. Um, Sneaky Pete. Uh, I love The Shield. It's got every episode of The Shield on there. And one that I have started... Oh, sorry, they've got Law as well, which is a podcast that became a TV show. Amazon have uh, footed that. I'm looking forward to Tom Clancy's Jack Ryan, um, starring uh, the guy from The Office. Uh, I'm going to have to look that up now while I'm talking to you. The guy from The Office, you know, the American Office. Him, that guy, Jim, the guy that played Jim. He looks, like, seriously, as a completely heterosexual male, he looks white hot. As a, as a soldier dude. But The Man in the High Castle, the Philip K. Dick series, uh, they've got two seasons of that on Amazon, and it is going to be my summer binge. I've watched a couple of episodes. I really like it. The premise of The Man in the High Castle uh, is based on the book, What If Germany and Japan Won World War II? And America was effectively divided in half, and uh, you know part of it was ruled by Japan and part was ruled by Germany. Uh, it's, it's a pretty crazy series. It's definitely worth checking out, uh, and I recommend it to you. Is it worth your bucks? Of all of the seer, all of the, the streaming services, it is if you're a motoring fan. It is if you're after uh, some interesting drama that you're not seeing anywhere else. Other than that, though, I think it's a tough sell right now. The benefit, as I said, is when it ties into all of the other Amazon stuff, uh, but while it's not connected to that, you have to think about it. Now, they do have pretty good deals, and they've been running, you know, it's this much, it's all in American dollars, but it costs $3.99 or whatever um, for three months, basically, free. You'll have to uh, check it out yourself 
as far as signing up and seeing if it's any good for you. We'll talk about the others this week. If you're looking for something to watch, there is actually plenty to choose from. Uh, the United States of America version of No Activity that appears here uh, on Stan as a Stan original, also on Stan, kicked off last night with the first two episodes. Patrick Brammel returns as a cop sitting in a car with nothing going on, uh, but it's the additional cast that is honestly incredible. Um, you know, when you throw in uh, people like uh, Will Ferrell, throw in people like Bob Odenkirk, Amy Sedaris, it's it's pretty great. It's dry as, as dry as the original series. Uh, definitely check that out. The first two episodes are on stand right now and drop every Sunday evening uh, about 3 or 4 o'clock, I think. Somewhere around there. If you're after something else, Foxtel have got The Walking Dead Season 8 continuing, Episode 5 today. Uh, look, I will offer that it's not everyone's cup of tea. And I know that people say the wheels fell off this season, this series a long time ago. I have stuck in with The Walking Dead. I love it to bits. I think that it is um, the best relationship drama with zombies going around. And it continues to be that. Continues to be that. Absolutely, there are moments where it feels like you are pulling teeth from your jaw. And there's no easy way to get around that. I will offer that uh, it's worth hanging in. I think that there are moments, and they specialize in the jump scare. It is so great. If you're after something else, a couple of other things I will throw your way. The final two episodes of the British series Liar, starring Joanne Froggatt and Eoin Grufford, start to run tonight on 7, 8.45. Uh, check it out. Last week we learned who did it, like whether he was lying or she was lying, uh, and it gets even more diabolical through the next two episodes that round out this series. So if you've been connected to this, here's your chance. It's actually a, a really good wrap-up. And of course, Have You Been Paying Attention flies around onto our screens again. Monday nights, 8.30 on 10. As I said, this is a high point for 10 every week. This comes out as being good business for them ratings-wise and certainly uh, lots of good business socially, people discussing it and talking about it and uh, getting involved in it. It is super, super fun. Uh, there's no pre-reading required. It is absolutely a competition as to which comedian uh, can give us the best punchline to the question. Tom Gleisner wears it all with aplomb on his chin and shoulders, and I think that's totally fine. Um, a great hour of TV and certainly worth investing in. Guys, that's Mox TV Talk Daily for today. Thank you for listening. Thank you for subscribing. You can on iTunes or on Google Play. Uh, if you want, you can listen to it on Anchor as well. Get the Anchor app, A-N-C-H-O-R, and not only can you listen to just the bits that you want to listen to, but you can also call in, ask your questions, tell me what we should be watching, give us your recommendation. What do you think of the TV tech that's flying around, the streaming services that we're talking about this week? Next week, we're going to talk about the boxes that are competing for the HDMI slots in your television. Precious, precious HDMI slots. Uh, it is so much fun talking to you and getting through this. I hope you're enjoying it. I'll see you tomorrow for another Mulks TV Talk Daily.